This, This is, is Yawa Radio. Time for another inspirational quote. Be happy. Be inspired. You have to be happy with yourself, first of all. That's the most important thing. Ali Michelka. This, This is Yawa Radio. A warm welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.com. Co.uk. Uh, now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. With inspirational guests from across the world. This is Yawa Radio. You're listening to Yawa Radio. You know, it's always great to bring you great guests from around the world. And uh, once again, I'm joined by uh, Rob Abbas from RCA Fitness, where, well, I think, what is this the third or fourth of I'm losing track of count now. I think it's the third. This is no, this must be the fourth, fifth, fourth. It's the fourth, it's the fourth. Yes, we've done introductions about who you are, we've done the RCA method, we've done mindset. Uh, we're now going to be into uh, to nutrition for optimal health and well being. You know, do you know what? This for this, I know mindset was a big one, I mean, of course, of course, it is, but uh, nutrition because you know. I remember reading the Optimum Nutritional Bible by Patrick Holford, okay? And I interviewed Patrick about six years ago, right? And it just blew my mind reading this book and talking to Patrick. And, and just touched on this because there's a great chapter on there, how caffeine makes you tired, right? Yeah. And people are delving into the coffee like big time to think it's giving them energy. So, hey, There's lots to talk about on nutrition. God, where do we start, Rob? We could we could be here for months, right? We could. <laughs> we could. So where, yeah, where, do where, we... where do we start? Yeah, let's. I mean, let's go with the basics again. Like so many people become incredibly overwhelmed with nutrition, and a lot of the guys that come to us, they'll be they'll go cold turkey on things. Oh, I'm not having any of this. I'm not having any of that. Now, it might be a bit morbid, but literally like, at the end of the day, there's two things that are certain for pretty much a, a, every human being, right? At some point, they're going to be born and at some point, they're going to die, okay? Yeah. So, you know, why not be here and live your life, but live your life, you know, as best as you can? Now, I am a huge, huge preacher of, you know, being able to live your life, like having this, I'm a very sociable person, you know, I do like going out for drinks with friends, um, you know, I'm not a big drinker, albeit, you know, I do enjoy what I do in that aspect, but you've got to have this balanced life, I love going out for meals and stuff, you know, work with a lot of people that travel up and down the country or, you know, go abroad for work and stuff, and it's finding a way for everyone, and as long as it's up here in the head and you're making wise choices, Uh, you know, through like common sense with an understanding behind it, you'll be in a fantastic place with nutrition. So making it basic, but also making sure that the individual understands the, the consequences of too much poor quality nutrition, which a lot of them do, especially when they come to us, because that's why they're coming to us. Um, you know, but then also explain the benefits. And this is where I think so many people um, don't understand. They don't understand the benefits of good quality nutrition. 
They don't think it has that greater impact on their life until they start doing it and then reaping the rewards and going, wow. Because what the human beings want, they want stuff to be easy. So mm. they grab, now modern day world, they grab what they can. Oh yeah, I just grab that because it's easy. Oh, I'll grab that. I ain't got time. You know, things like that will crop up. So for me, having a human being roughly around this, you know, you'll hear it from loads of coaches, but the 80-20 rule now for nutrition, you know, 80% whole foods, 20% processed, you know, that to me is a great balance. Whenever someone tells me that they're going to go cold turkey on something, I say, absolutely not. You're going to learn how to manage it, right? Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy it? Yes. Are you going to go cold turkey on it for the rest of your life? No. Okay. You've just answered the question then. Don't go cold turkey on it now because this will not be a sustainable result for you. You have to learn to manage these things within your life. And that's where you break through again on an individual's nutrition. But notice that that comes from the mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, you see how that funnels from that. But the, the nutrition then, what is a whole food? Well, if you imagine something that, you know, grows on a tree, comes out of the ground, you know, nuts and seeds or is of natural produce, you know, for example, you know, like, you know, meat, yes, it's been butchered, but, you know, it is natural produce, you know, organic meat is better for you, for example, like all of those things are going to be natural. They haven't been tampered with by mankind. You know, mm -hmm. people sometimes come to me like, oh, I'm, I'm eating, you know, um, whatever, I'm eating this, this ready meal, you know, look, it's got a uh, chicken breast in it and it's got some, you know, carbohydrates and it's got some, I'm like, Yes, and a load of additives because it's a ready meal. You know, so it's getting people to understand that if you can get something as close to its original state, if not already in its original state as possible, that classifies as a whole food. Mm -hmm. And then processed food is just anything that's been tampered with by man. And it's really important to understand that. Easy examples, chocolates, cakes, biscuits, you know, all of that stuff. Again, not that we badmouth them and say that you can't have them. It's about creating this balance and allowing them into your life. They don't fuel you. Processed foods, the way how I would word it is, they're toxic. They're a poison for the body. The body, when it comes, when those foods come into the human body, the body has to waste pretty much more energy trying to break them down and grabbing whatever energy it can and nutrients it can from them, you know, which is why when we eat them, we A, feel hungry and not satisfied after eating them, and B, like that, we're, we're, well, we feel lethargic and ugh, like that, and we're not ready to perform. Whereas when we put whole foods into our system, we feel full, we feel satisfied. We more often, naturally, we don't want to go back and eat more because we've, we've got that. It's not often you eat an apple and you go, yeah, give me a second one. No, no. Bar, <laughs> yeah. You eat one, but because of the chemicals in it, it blocks the chemical signals going into our brain, which tells us that we're full. And because it tastes good, it overrides our system and tells us go and eat more. That's good. Go and eat more of that. So we've got chemical blocking processed um, products here. And then we've got these natural whole foods, you know, which the body can literally, I mean, the body gets, you know, pretty much all of its nutrients from. So if someone's not eating enough of those types of foods, that's why they would struggle, uh, you know, to, to achieve that optimal physical and mental performance. You know, right, you're talking about biscuits, like the trans fats in biscuits and all that kind of fat that the body just can't deal with. And, and I'm smiling when you mention ready meals because um, you don't know this. I used to run a ready meal factory <laughs> many, many, many moons ago. I know what goes in the ready meals. Yeah. You know, I used to make the damn, well, I, I didn't, the you know, factory staff did and the great team did, but uh, yeah, wow. So, you know, I find, I find it fascinating, you know, and all. What about the good fats, bad fats scenario then? 
Well, uh, good fats and bad fats. So, I mean, if you're talking about it, I mean, I guess the first thing to start off with fats is that fats, fats often get this negative rep, right? People think that fats will make them fat. That's why there's all these low fat products out there. So they've not really understood the actual. Full of sugar though, Rob, aren't they? A lot of them. Yeah, yeah, full of sugar. Yeah, so anything that's low fat, fat is your flavoring food. That is what fat is. So the moment that they make a product low fat, they have to add flavoring, which usually comes in the form of, you know, sugar or um, well, any, any like processed thing or manufactured, something that's not real, basically. They've actually man-made it to put it into the product to give it its flavor back. Mm. And that's kept it low calorie. Now, that's where it's like, <laughs> you can have these low fat products. They're not going to, you know, cripple you inside out. But for me, I'd rather actually have the natural products. The mm. reason why people go for the low-fat products is because they can eat more volume of that than they can the full-fat products, right? Okay. That's what, they, that's what they would do. You know, and the main um, function for me of fats within the system, outside of the females, because obviously females, the fats are essential for your, for your female health, for your menstrual cycle. But just as a female and male perspective, it helps improve cell signaling. So it helps improve the signals that go from your brain through the nervous system to your muscles when you're saying a gym to tell you to contract that muscle and start working it. Right. So it's pretty darn important. All right. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, fats are generally essential just for survival. You know, when we were way back when, uh, you know, as, as cavemen, we've got this natural system within our body. Our body knows that these fat reserves is stored energy for times when we can't get hold of food. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously modern day society, this is killing us because it's like, we've got this uh, <laughs> feedback system called the lipostat that feeds back from the body fat levels. And it's basically telling us that, Oh yeah, yeah. Go and eat quick survival mode. Yeah. So we're, you know, dropping this food in, but good, good fats, bad fats, naturally your bad fats. Let's just put it in simple terms. The body, can't really digest them okay mm -hmm. it can't make use of them they basically come in the body's like great that's a load of dead calories and it then obviously tries its best to then get rid of them you know pass them through the body okay. obviously the good fats like i've just touched on the essentials that they actually bring to the body so they are obviously easy work for the body they can break them down the body can utilize it can distribute it through the body the trans fats the body goes no thank you what have you just given me you're literally killing me here and this is like what we spoke about in the mindset the good quality fuel you know which one's going to help give your brain better better function is it going to be a good fat or is it going to be a bad fat and rob what about protein then protein is obviously the the biggest one that everyone speaks about especially in the health and fitness industry and the the main thing that i will touch on here is you know i'll speak from a, a fat loss perspective but also a weight gain perspective immediately after because the fat loss one explains it anyone who is on a fat loss journey must eat protein wise must eat a minimum of 1.5 grams per kilo of body weight right so if wow. i weigh 90 kilos i'm going to basically times that 90 by 1.5 okay. okay or times it by two so for me i would times it by two which gives me 180 grams of protein why is this so important because if we go to the gym and or if we train in any way shape or form and we try to lose um, you know, body fat from the body, but we don't have sufficient calories because we're in a calorie deficit here as mm -hmm. well. All right. And then we don't have sufficient protein. What the body will do is it will start to break down these muscle tissue fibers like that to actually allow the body to perform the exercise, which is why some people spin around in circles going, I've been training for ages and I'm not getting anywhere. 
right? They're training too much. They're not giving the body enough fuel and they're not eating anywhere near enough protein. So there's two, two rules of any fat loss journey. One, preserve as much muscle tissue as you physically can. You can only do this by getting that minimum 1.5, but ideally two times body weight, okay, okay. in terms of uh, protein. And then the second one, once you've preserved it, is to build as much lean, lean muscle tissue as possible, which again is going to involve resistance training combined with the protein allocated at that 1.5 to two times body weight. And that's the key thing about the protein, which if you spin that into a weight gain person, well, if they don't have enough protein, and they're eating all this food, right? Chances are they're going to gain a lot more body fat than the person who's having that because what they're doing is they're pumping themselves with too many carbs, too many fats, okay. that the body's not actually burning off. The muscles are not repairing as quick as what they could be doing. So optimal performance starts to start be but What about all the powders then? Uh, you know, all the, all the powders that are out there, big industry. Yeah, um, now I'm not massive on supplements. I'll be 100% honest on that. Uh, not massive on them, but obviously protein powders, they are supplements. They're exactly what they say. People try and utilize them as like meal replacements, all of this. Now, I'm not a fan of that at all. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, big fan of people eating normal foods like that, natural food sources, and doing exactly what supplements say. They supplement mm -hmm. our current nutrition. Um, you know, So getting protein powder on board, there's no issues with it. But I would be saying to an individual like that, like you want to be around 1800 to 2000 calories plus before you even think of using supplements. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Because for me, anything under that, if you're not getting it in from normal day-to-day -day nutrition, you know, there's something wrong. Got you. And, 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 and what about when we've both been sipping water as we've been talking <laughs> throughout all this, the importance of water, Rob? I mean, what is life? without water, water right you know when we look at the the quality of our cells within our body right our cells you know one of the the main things that they need is water to survive right they need oxygen they need water and they need the ability to eliminate waste mm -hmm. okay that okay. there are three things that keep our cells alive within our body cells provide us with energy okay so the better our cells are the, the better the health of our cells are the more energy we have and without energy we're not here we're dead mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a critical step, but this is a great point because if someone doesn't drink enough water, they're not only not going to function properly, you know, their brain function is going to diminish the cognitive function, their physical performance is going to diminish, but also I have so many people that come to me and they're actually eating pretty well, right? They're eating, oh, I eat good quality food. I eat this. Okay. That's great. How much water do you drink? Uh, about half a liter to a liter a day. I'm like, okay, cool. Major issue. <laughs> Because this food that's coming in, they might be eating incredibly well, but this food's just going to sit in their digestive tract, rot away, and it's not actually going to get broken down and then distributed out into the bloodstream. So water is going to help our hormones go around our body. You know, it's going to help this food get distributed. It's going to help our food get broken down in our digestive tracts. If that food's not broken down, like I just said, it sits there, it goes to waste. So you can eat as healthy as you want, as healthy as you want, but... If that food hasn't got the water to actually help it, you can imagine it just goes into it. Basically, it's like food going into the Sahara Desert. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, amazing. I'm just going to sit here. And this is where people then start suffering with gut issues, you know, especially let's go with like main one, but like constipation. Like they're not going to the toilet because the food's just got this backlog because uh, the water, well, there isn't enough water there to actually break it down. And, and Rob, I'm right saying often when we when we actually feel in hunger pans, it's actually that we're dehydrated and we need water. 
Very good one. Very good yeah. one. Yes, 100%. A lot of the time when an individual thinks, oh, I'm hungry, we actually, you know, always say this to clients is, look, are you actually hungry or are you just thirsty? Hmm. Oh, I've not drunk anywhere near enough today. And yeah, nine times out of 10, it's actually the fact that an individual is dehydrated. And for some reason as well, I don't actually know the answer to this, but a lot of people struggle to drink the water. They're like, oh no, I feel full. And it's basically the only thing that I can put it down to if I use common sense is just that they're not used to it. They're not used to, you know, consuming the amounts of water. They're used to consuming poor quality food that tastes good. They can shovel as much of that in. <laughs> but when it comes to something just natural substance that, I mean, let's be honest, water doesn't taste of anything. <laughs> you know, there's, no, there's no thrill factor from it, but it does give you kind of like what you need. But yeah, definitely. That's a great point is that an individual nine times out of 10, if you're feeling hungry, just check in with yourself. Am I actually hungry or am I just thirsty? And, you know, tips that we give to people, drink 250 milliliters before every um, every meal. If you drink 250 mils before every meal, if you have three meals a day, that's 750 mils. It gets you on the way. It doesn't get you anywhere near where you want to get to. And a formula in terms of working out the water is take your body weight again. Uh, so if I use myself at 90 kilos and divide it by 27, that will give you the rough amount of liters of water that you want to drink as a minimum. I'm looking at to that, Rob. Yeah, yeah there you go. A, a great little formula. And yeah. for me, that's around like, I, I always round it up. So if it's, I think mine's like 3.3 or something. So I round it up to three and a half. And another tip on top of that, I'm sure we'll touch on caffeine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> caffeine is a is a stimulant, which is a, a dehydrating drink, right? It basically is a diuretic. So yes. every caffeinated drink that you drink, I mean, especially the likes of coffee, okay? Whenever you have a, a caffeinated drink, I say to every client to drink 250 milliliters of water after it because it is a diuretic, because it dehydrates you. You want to have that and then have some water afterwards. And that way as well, you actually get more energized from it. And Rob, do you often get the case that people go, oh, I drink a lot. I drink lots of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I drink lots of this. I drink, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I have 20 cups of tea a day and all that kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and they think that they're like, but I put water in my tea. I'm like, yeah. you have. But the moment that you mix water with something else, it's a different compound. It's not H2O anymore, right? Yeah. So, you know, we, we can go down really nitty gritty. We do help people in terms of breaking that down. So we might say to them, look, right, you've got you've got this, um, you know, you've really struggled, like, like, let's say, okay, you live off coffee. So we've got someone that literally was having like 15 cups of coffee a day. I was like, Jesus, like, no yeah. wonder we're not sleeping. Um, but you've got someone that's having all this coffee per day um, and not drinking any water. So they are dehydrated beyond dehydrated beyond dehydrated. So what we would say is, look, like, let's ease you down. Can we bring this down, first of all, you know, semi-dramatically, go from 15 to 10, mm. and replace those 10 with water because of the situation this individual's in, but then ease down gradually from there and go, okay, let's go from, you know, 10 caffeinated coffees to five caffeinated, five decaf, and then you might, as you get closer, it's like, okay, let's just replace one at a time. So it's that gradual roll down for an individual. And some people as well have said, you know, can I drink juice? It's like, look, yeah, again, you can drink juice, but it is a different compound, mm -hmm. um, you know, in terms of it. And it's great. I think it's great to recognize that because natural H2O going into the body, the body can utilize instantly. As soon as you change the compound of water, the body does have to do a little bit of work to try and extract the natural H2O out of it and get rid of the additives that you've thrown in for the flavor. 
Okay, one other on the water then, Rob, because I've yeah. just and, and and I've heard this for those who've never drunk a lot of water before, and they start drinking a lot, and they go, "I'm forever going to the damn toilet." Yeah, am I right in saying that the, the body starts to regulate itself after time from drinking? You know, it's a bit of a shock at first. Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, a, a cool fact to add into this as well, especially because I guess a lot of people listening to this, you know, will be on a fat loss journey or anything, is how does fat leave the body in your urine? Not many people know that. Wow, that's interesting. Fat, yeah, fat leaves the body in your urine. So if you're on a fat loss journey and you're dehydrated, right, you might be eating all this good quality food. So now you've got good quality food not being digested, not enough water coming in. You're on this fat loss journey. So, and then there's nothing coming out. So wow. we're, hanging, we're technically hanging on to it to, <laughs> in a sense, which isn't good. But yeah, sorry, going back to what you just said then. So... Um, in terms of the water, like you said, like going to the toilet. Yeah. So when you first start drinking more like that, you, you know, some people can jump straight up to their minimum target and go, yeah, I've crushed it. Other people, it takes time. Right. You know, you might be right. I'm drinking a liter a day. So it's like, look, don't overwhelm yourself. Can you get a liter and a half in? Mm -hmm. Right. Nail that. Nail that for a week. Nail that for two weeks. That's an improvement. That's all you're looking for. Progression. And then you go, OK, can I get that to two liters? Yeah, I can do that. And it's just instilling where those will come in. Now, when you're drinking more water, like Steve just said, then is, you know, you're going to be in a state of uh, your body's kind of like not knowing what's going on. Suddenly there's this abundance of water coming in that it's not used to. So the body's going, whoa, 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 I'm getting overrided here. And especially living in the UK, it's not always warm. So you're not sweating much out. So it's literally you're running to the toilet every hour. You know, your body's going, whoa, like that. it's literally trying to flush it out. What happens is the body does start to regulate. It starts to go, oh, there's more water coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Rob is actually drinking this water regularly. Like, great. Okay, now let's start using some of it. Now we know it's a regular cycle. We can start utilizing it throughout the body. And then it starts to do that. And then obviously naturally then you, you might go to loom or, you know, to, um, you know, pass a stool. Or, you know, you might go to loom that little bit less, obviously, you know, urinate. But yeah, the body will regulate that. Cool. And just moving away from water for a minute, because another thought just come to my mind yep. is um, eating regularly. I think I'm right in saying it is very important because people often think, oh, I'll miss this and I'll miss that. And I think I'm right in saying if the body, you're skipping meals, the body hangs on to stuff again to thinking what you've got because you're not going to get something else. Does that uh, happen? Kind of, kind of. Okay. I mean, the way how we would say it, again, is it's down to an individual's life right now. Eating regular, regular meals. I mean, so I eat three meals a day and I have some snacks in between. So I might have like two snacks per day, yeah. say. Um, so when you eat regular like that, it helps keep you balanced on like your blood sugar levels. Mm. Otherwise, you, you might start, I've had it in the past, I start to feel a little bit dizzy, you know, that lightheadedness, the sense of weakness, like naturally like that if I go long periods of time without eating. You know, well, some people can do that, like, you know, let's say intermittent fasting. They might eat their breakfast, wait eight and a bit hours like that, eat their second meal and then wait the whole cycle till they come round. Okay. So, you know, there is that balance there. And I always say it's down to an individual's life and the way that they choose to live it. 
if we're looking at an individual and they're struggling to to eat little and often or to eat three meals with two snacks and say like I do because life just doesn't allow for it it's just finding the next best optimal place to get those meals in so it might mean look you have a bigger meal one which is going to last that little bit longer in your system Mm -hmm. and then when meal two comes in that's going to have to be bigger because you've got a huge work event that's going to last a few hours here so it's always working around an individual again but how I word it is let's say an individuals tracking calories is if they've got 2000 calories as a target to eat within a day and they eat that all in one meal or if they eat that over six meals i'm cool with it that's fine if we want to achieve optimal performance like that yeah we're not recommending or i'm not recommending that you have it all in one meal i'm actually saying when are you training when's this coming in let's drop it here but again, modern day lifestyle doesn't always allow for that. So it's opti- what, what we always try and do is create something that's optimal for that individual's lifestyle that suits them. This is optimal for you right now. If your lifestyle changes, this is what I would like to implement and this is how it would look. Oh, I'm ready for that now. Let's go. If people can see the pathway for where they would go with the nutrition, then they start to make changes naturally in their life, realizing the benefits of it. So we're back, we're back to that individual plan then. So we've got yeah, yeah, mindset plan, nutrition plan, God, you know, exercise think, plan coming. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is this is what it is, though. And this is why, like I said, it's going back to that phrase from the method of you know, which house is burning down because mm. people can become so overwhelmed. Like, let's face it, every single human being, myself included we can all improve on all of these aspects. Yeah. But, but which one is going to have the greatest impact on an individual's life and outcome right now? Mm-hmm. As soon as you see the house that's burning down, that's the one that you can address. And it's like, okay, so imagine them all as like little bars here, like that. Well, this bar's up here, this bar's here, this bar's there, this, you know, like that. Okay, cool. Well, this one is right down here, right? I've got to raise the bar on this one. Okay, cool. Now, and it's like you pull them up to this level, then you go, right, well, which one now needs addressing? I'm going to push this one on, push this one on. And that's where you see an individual's life just grow and grow and grow. But yeah, definitely individual is, there is no one size fits all. Uh, You know, you'll know from speaking to many, you know, humans across here, uh, you know, and coaches that, you know, if an approach is a one size fits all, the person's already lost because you're not taking into account what's going on in their life. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what's the most important thing, because if they understand what's happening in their life and you understand what's happening in their life, you can say the best recommendation is X, you know, and then basically deliberate over it and come up with the best solution. Cool. For me, that's the art of coaching, Rob. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. So, Rob, how can people find out more about you? Yeah, so jump on my Instagram, which is at Rob, dot R-C-A. And then Facebook is at RCA Fitness or LinkedIn is at Robert Abbas. Okay. And if you've missed any of the previous podcasts, all the links are below for you to catch up again. So, Rob, thanks for joining us again. Have a wonderful day. Cheers, Steve. You too. Tune in to Yawa Radio every Sunday between four and six in the afternoon for the Calm and Joy Show with me, Gabrielle Trainer. Each week, I bring you the Calm and Joy Book Club. I chat with brilliant people all about how we can find more calm and joy in our complicated, messy lives and tons more, including top tunes, of course. So join me for the Calm and Joy show on Sundays from 4pm on Yawa Radio. You're listening to Yawa Radio and we love to bring you details of the inspirational book of the week. 
we love to bring you the inspirational book of the week. And this week's book is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's all about turning simple disciplines into massive success. You know, why is it that some people make dream after dream come true, while others just continue dreaming and spend their lives building dreams for someone else? One simple reason, Jeff suggests, is that uh, those that are successful have found their slight edge. The slight edge is not just another self-help motivational tool of methods you must learn in order to make up the path of success. No, no, no. It simply shows you how to create powerful results, how the simple daily activities of your life by using the tools that are already within you. So this week's inspirational book of the week is by Jeff Olson. It is called The Slight Edge, Turning Simple Disciplines into Massive Success. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. UK. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio Podcast. Copyright applies. With inspirational guests from around the world, inspirational quotes, the inspirational book of the week, the meditation hour, the quiet zone, and feel good music. Yawa Radio is about well being, happiness, and finding the beauty within. Enjoy. Be beautiful. Be happy. Be inspired. This is Yawa Radio.